I'm just not at liberty to divulge a whole heck of a lot, but I, I promise, when I can talk about it, I will talk about it. <laughs> Man, is this a messed up situation, fellas. Thanks so much for returning my call and, and letting us know. Not a whole lot. Sammy. Ben, I'm sorry. Katie, it really is appreciated that you answered Ben's call about the- Madness going down at Harrison Beauregard's manor tonight. Harrison? Don't you mean- Oh, right. I'm following now. Try to keep up. Sammy. Oh, I'm keeping up all right. I just have to go with Mr. Beauregard since I am actually on duty. It's hard sometimes to wear both my sheriff's hat and my friend hat. I don't know how old Troy does it. Deputy sheriff's hat. Correct. Katie, I, I, I know you can't really get into the, you know, crime scene of it all, but we did receive multiple calls about rainbow lights up at Beauregard's Manor, as well as a whole swarm of sheriff cars heading up there shortly thereafter. Can, can you shed any light at all about... Look, I ain't supposed to do this, but I also know that you two, you four, are kind of in a need-to-know type of deal. And yes, I can confirm that rainbow lights were both seen and experienced here at Mr. Beauregard's estate this evening. So they were there. Katie, uh, was this the, uh, you know, the, the, the bigger uh, rainbow lights flying off with Tim type of lights or... Uh... Negatory. It was the smaller, personal, launching robots into the sky type. Robots? Plural. The two we know of were reported here this evening, yes. I... I, I gotta cut y'all off here, fellas. I can't spill any more beans than I already have. Thank you so much for that, Katie. <laughs> well, of course, boys. I both protect and serve. And look out for my buddies. Acquaintances, really. <sighs> oh, Sammy. I'll grow on you one of these days. Like a fungus? <laughs> like a fungus? More like a friendship fungus. <laughs> oh, you won't be able to shake me, buddy. That sounds like so much fun. Thank you so much, Katie. Please let us know if the now calm situation should happen to change. I'll do what I can. And you guys, let us know if things change for y'all down at the station. We are all locked up tight. E Emily and Lily are sleeping in the office. The shutters are... Shuttering? Shut... Shut up? Yes, please. Katie, thanks so much for the info. If our situation changes, we'll be sure to let yourself or Troy know right away. I know you prefer calling Sheriff Troy, and... I understand that. I really do. But I do know that he is kind of tied up tonight with sheriff and business, and I might better be your first stop on the speed dial this evening. Just for tonight. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Screeching cat on a hot tin roof. Dang Pete Myers is trying to get back onto the property. I gotta scoot, boys. We'll yak at you later. Be safe, Katie. Thanks again. Ain't a thing. Over and out. I really don't know what to make of all this. Two of my absolute favorite people having to deal with one another at HFB3's mansion? I'm talking about the- The rainbow lights at HFB3's. I gotcha. The robots, Sammy. Katie confirmed it. Robots on site at Beauregard's ponded-ass house. Did she sound too- Didn't sound too upset. You're trying to infer what happened by the tone of Miss Barney Fife's reporting? Give it a rest. Katie is a friend of the show. No. She's a friend of a friend of the show. I have no issue with Lily's... It's not confirmed, don't say it. ...lady friend. What are you, 90 friggin' years old? Just say friend. I think we know they are more than... We don't know anything. Archie, 
are you say, are, are you saying that I'm gossiping? It's not gossip, Ben. I have spied on them from our living room window when they were outside talking. I don't like your tone. Give Katie a break, brother. She's good people. Stop being so overprotective. <laughs> I am not being overprotective. Who am I being overprotective of? Lily Wright? Okay, you're definitely not trying to be big brother in this possible relationship, buddy. That's definitely not what you're doing here at all. Who Lily lets into her life is none of my business. I absolutely agree. But who she lets into our house is. Mm-hmm. Don't you mm-hmm me? Don't like him with a mm-hmm point at you, huh? Welcome to my world, Sammy. I'm just saying, yes, Katie is fine. I wonder if you know what that word actually means, because because you say it like it's a step up from dog duke on your chucks. She's fine. But this overly down-home folksy cop bit, come on. I wouldn't call it a bit. I'd call it Katie. You actually buy it? Buy that a person can be both an officer of the law and a sweet, caring, friendly human being with a hint of a drawl? Have you met Troy Krieghauser? Okay, Troy is different. Troy, Troy is, is a man? Ben Arnold. Are you serious? After all I that- just think you're hard on Katie, and I don't get why, if it's not to protect Lily's heart. Oh, Lily has one of those. This is an interesting find. Then it's got to be for some other reason. Maybe. Maybe? Maybe you're... You know, I... I do... Don't hurt yourself, buddy. Just spit it out. I care for Lily. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know... You know, Lily has been through a whole lot. A lot of... A whole lot of stuff. Of course. And I just... You know... I don't want to... Lily, you know... Lily's putting a lot of herself out there. You know, she's she, she's very much a an all-or-nothing, head-first, diving type of woman, right? I agree. And I, I just... You don't want Lily to get hurt. There's nothing wrong with admitting you're looking out for your friend. I... It's okay. But I really don't think you have to worry about Lily and Katie. Lily is wonderful. She's something. And Katie is wonderful. Ugh. And should they happen to bring their wonderfuls together... Watch it, Ben. This is a PG-13 show, or at least it used to be. You're not derailing the Heart Stats Express, Sammy. If they bring their non-sexualized, completely appropriate word for this conversation, wonderfuls, together, then more power to them. Happy for them, if that's what they do, or have done. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Moving forward. Please. Moving forward, folks. We know you're already lighting up the phone lines, but apparently we got a bit of an issue up at old Beauregard Manor. Give us a bit to dig deeper. Dig deeper? Dude, goddamn murder bots showed up at Harrison Beauregard's? Yes. We're digging deeper. We're going deep. We're going to get to the bottom of this story, man. You just got off the phone with the only officer on site. You're going to just dial up HFB3 and have him give us all the deets? I mean, we do have his number somewhere. We could go that route. Or maybe... You can send 911 to Escobar's beeper and have him come on the show, only to never listen to this show again minutes later. Way ahead of you, buddy. I sent Pete to beep while we were still on the phone with Katie. Just face it, Ben. We will hear about what they want us to hear about when the story comes out in tomorrow's Gazette or on Channel 13. You know I love you, but if you could just shut your blasphemous mouth, because we don't talk about Channel 13 and Gazette in this house. Radio station. Buddy, 
let's go to break. Let's enjoy the fact that maybe the SI bot started bullying someone other than us tonight. And let's just go to the phones and have a nice, quiet, beautiful evening. That will literally never happen. A boy can dream, right? Folks, you heard our story, and oh boy, do we want to hear yours. Especially if you have any information on the sighting of rainbow lights up at HFB3's Creepy Castle. Give us a call, 424-279-3858, or you can tweet us at KingFallsAM and KingFallsSammy, respectively. Break? But yeah, we're going to take a pause for the cause, and BRB right after this. Hi, my name is Paul Crappleby, general manager and owner at your neighborhood Crappleby's. Home of the freshest gourmet microwavable dishes this side of the freezer aisle. Here at Crappleby's, we specialize in serving you things you can make at home, but are too lazy to nuke on your own. Yeah, our food is a solid three on Yelp, but we're making it in our budget-conscious, ethically-sourced industrial microwaves. And speaking of budget-conscious, you may even notice that there isn't any music playing with this advertisement. Well, well, the truth is, we couldn't afford it because we make our food in microwaves. You're not going to get homemade here. Instead of mom's lasagna, how about mom's working overtime and it's Stouffer's taken out of the plastic container and put on a plate and served to you on a tray. Okay, chicken cordon bleu, you say? Yeah, we got it. If you like Hot Pockets. Does something smell fishy? Yeah, that's us about 30 seconds away from pulling out your fish fillet. On special now during our 2 for 10 deal this month. Fuck Applebee's and come to Crapplebee's, where we microwave it for you. Ow, my mouth! How can it be hot on the outside and cold on the inside? Boys, you know I'd like to fill y'all in, and, well, I would if I could, but I just can't. I'm, well... I'm a little busy at the moment. You can't just go giving family men a badge and having them try to uphold the law because you can, Troy. This is beyond dangerous. Is that Mary? Mary, I, I know it sounds, sounds bad. Sounds bad. It is bad, Troy. Now, I know you mean well, and you darn sure got a good heart, but I'm wondering if what's rattling around in your noggin is worth a dang. I, I can promise you, this, this here noggin is, is in tip-top shape. And I would be asking... Oh, it don't seem like you're asking, Troy Creekhauser. It seems like you already done done it. I got my Tim outside spray-painting a darn sheriff's star on his RoboCop cosplay out in the shed as we speak. Troy, perhaps we should let you go. M might be for the best, bud. Please send our love to Mary and Tim, Troy. I I'll try. I ain't believing that you're coming into my house asking for my permission to do whatever the dang well you think that you're gonna do with... Whoa. Whoa, indeed. Troy has deputized Iron Tim. Okay, I believe you're saying Troy is trying to deputize Iron Tim, which we knew about, not that he had. Dude, if Tim is spray painting... This is a mess. God, I know Troy needs help. We need help, but ordinary citizens should not have Sh to... Sammy, I, I, I get what you're saying. We don't want anyone in danger, obviously, much less someone we care so deeply about, but... <laughs> We are also ordinary citizens, and we are gearing up to, you know. Right. You're, Ben, you're right. Plus, I would say a whoop-ass and Mac suit isn't so ordinary, as seen by what Tim has done. Sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes it takes people like us and Iron Tim to do what is right and necessary. 
but Tim and Mary, the whole Jensen clan has been through so much. If and those I just... things are scared of Tim Jensen and his mech suit, then by Jack in the Box Jesus, we got to use him to help shut those bastards down. What? Do you, who are you calling, dude? You're right, Ben. You're you're absolutely right. But I know, Mary, and and I'm sorry, but hello. Mary, hi. Uh, it's Sammy and Ben. We're live. Uh, hi, Mary. Fancy meeting you here. Y'all, I'm so glad you call me right now. I've got your pal Sheriff Troy here in my living room trying to convince me that my Tim is going to be Mary some Troy kind of Mary Troy is hero. right. I'm sorry, what's that, Sammy? <laughs> I thought I heard you say Troy that... is right, Mary. Oh, boy. I figured that Troy might have got messed up and opened a bottle of Snapple that had him thinking funny, but I didn't realize this was a widespread epidemic tonight. You too, Sammy? Uh, me as well, Mary, and let me preface that with, I'm sorry. Lordy, I need to sit down a spell. Y'all aren't making a dang bit of sense. Mary, you all right? Troy, can you fetch me my water bottle? I need a drink. Maybe something stiffer than H2O after this. All right. Mary, you know that Ben and I, help the entire town love you and Tim and the kids. We would do anything for you. And Have done most things for us, Sammy. And I know it, which is why this is so gosh dang confusing to hear you want my Tim to be out there battling terrible, terrifying Transformers. Mary, you know I don't want to put Tim in danger. But that's what you're doing, Troy. And you've got Tim so dang fired up about it that I can't even get through to him to tell him what he's doing to me. Okay, Tim wants to do what's right, right? Tim is a good man. Always has been a good man. Hell's bells, boys. I married him. I know Tim is good. Tim is the best. And that's exactly why he has to do this. Because he knows that he can make a difference. And how could Tim look at himself in the mirror and be okay that he could have stopped something bad from happening if he didn't? I hear you. And I'm not dismissing that fact, Sammy. But how am I going to be able to look at our littles and tell them something happened to their daddy? Again. What, because he felt morally obligated to help? I, I don't know. Y'all are acting like I'm not for the greater good here, boys. I am. But when will it be that our family has been through enough? I sure feel like we already have. And now we are gambling we're rolling the dice that Tim is going to be able to be a hero and make it out unscathed. Mary, you're you're one of the strongest people I've ever met. And it's not right that we are, again, asking you to be strong. But if something happens that Tim could have stopped... It's just... God damn it, boys. It's just so hard doing what's right all the time. When are we going to catch a break? I hope it's soon, Mary. I... I really do. You know I'm going to do everything in my power, in the town's power, to make sure that Tim doesn't get hurt. I know, Troy. I do. But I wouldn't ask if it wasn't needed. Now, y'all are like family to us. Our family. You, you, you are family, Mary. And sometimes that's just good times and cookouts with laughs and slipping sides with this soap. But sometimes, it's banded together to make a bad situation better. Sometimes it's letting your husband go off and fight evil robots for the sake of the town and everyone in it. Right. We know this isn't easy, but... Okay. What? what? Okay. 
I don't like it. I don't want it. But, and I don't want you to say you've got my blessing. But I understand. And I know that if I can trust him safety to anybody that doesn't live in my house, that it'd be with you, Troy. I appreciate that, Mary. But don't you let those things hurt my Tim, you hear me? I will do my damnedest to make sure those things don't ever hurt another person in this town again. I know you will. Now, if you don't mind, you can head on out, Troy. And I'll let you two do your radio show. I need to go out to the shed and have a a nice long talk with Tim about how good a man he is and, you know, about making another Mac suit so I can wallop y'all's asses if he gets hurt. Uh... I'm only partially kidding, but... Get on out of here now. I need some time to sit and talk with Tim. Um, good night, Mary. And maybe next time y'all call me, we can just talk about those good times that old Troy here was just jabbering about. Sounds like a good plan. Hopefully sooner than later, Mary. Thank thank you so much for the conversation. Yeah, yeah. You boys go and, and keep saving the world. I'll catch y'all later. Good night. Night, Mary. Good night. Now, Mary... You know I can't have both of you with those damn mech- Deputy Tim Jensen. It's got a ring to it. But who would have thought? My guess, nobody. And I am right there with you. Hotline doesn't always mean bad. Don't look at me like that. I'm looking at you to pick it up. Oh, well, okay. Similar faces, I guess. Um, good evening. You are live in King Falls AM. Howdy, Ben. Sammy. Katie, is everything all right? How did Deputy Katie Lynch get the hotline number? Is it just listed now? Come on. Probably Lily, Sammy. That's a conversation. I hate to be disruptive, fellas, but I had a mighty request to get y'all on the telephone just now, and I think it's probably a call y'all would want to take. Katie, Ben runs our schedule pretty tightly, and I think- Do you have them or do you not? Mr. Beauregard has requested that I call you boys. Apparently, he has lost your number and the ability to look it up on his own. Like a lowly, you are a public servant, and as the highest order of the public, I suggest you serve me. Get them on the telephone, officer. Well, that's not really the way this works. Do it now. Fellas? Uh, We'll take it, Katie. Thanks, Katie. Right. Mr. Beauregard, I've got the radio show here. However, I am going to ask you to please be respectful of both the hosts and the listening public. Those boys are not obligated to take your- I'm sorry, were you still speaking? Put the phone on the table and leave my quarters at once. I would hate to have to call my close personal friend, Mayor Stephen Grisham, and make a formal complaint. Yes, Mr. Beauregard. I'd hate for that, too. I'm sorry. Officer? Yes? Close the door on the way out. Are you freaking serious? King Falls AM? Uh, this is. This is King Falls AM. And to whom are we speaking? You know damn well who this is. I am not here to play your little games. That brings up a great question. What are you here for, Harrison? You watch your filthy little mouth. Need I remind you that you called us, Beauregard? And need I remind you that with your attack tonight, you have opened up the floodgates of something you cannot withstand. 
Do you think I'm just going to sit here and take this insult lightly? Attack? But we had nothing to do Silence! We You've had your chance to speak, and now it is mine. This is how the conversation is going to continue. Do you understand? With you loudly running your mouth while we try to get a word in edgewise? Cute. Now you must know how all those other callers feel when they speak to you. Now, I will speak. You will listen. And when the conversation is over, you may return to your airwaves. This... we aren't going We're, to... we're here, Beauregard. Um, you've got our attention now. And you've got mine, Stevens. I didn't think you and your man had it in you to actually send your minions to my home. But I see I've misjudged you have been misjudging you for quite some time. Any group that would stoop so low as to tell the story of my... my ancestors for public consumption is obviously not above sending... We didn't send anybody Enough! Whatever happened at your home this evening had nothing to do with us. Of course not. You certainly didn't have your friends at the Science Institute. We don't have friends. At the Science Institute. The Beauregard... We've been under constant attack from them the past freaking year. Or longer. Right. Of course. You two are masters at making it seem like everything is against you, when in reality, you distort and you mangle facts to get others on your side. No more. I should have been rid of you when I had the chance. Okay, Scooby-Doo villain, you keep thinking that. We don't know anything about the attack, but I can assure you, Beauregard, we aren't on the side of the robots here. We're just trying to get by, man. You must take me for a fool. I wasn't born yesterday. Or even a hundred years ago. And I shall not let you lead me away from the facts. You and I are enemies. Leland Hill and I are enemies. Of course you two would band together to take out the strongest link in King Falls. He's insane, Sammy. We aren't going to get anywhere with this guy. Beauregard, Leland Hill hates us just as much as you do. What came to your house tonight? Which robot or robots were sent to your home tonight? Act as if you don't know. We don't, HFB1. That's the purpose of the question. Who did they send, Howard? The librarian and the mill worker were both here, but do not think that, that librarian, Mbot, and the mill worker, Tim1000, they've been sent after us at our home. At the station? The girl came after Chet Sebastian. They have been sent after our friends, our family, so while you may hate us... It's mutual. They hate us just as bad. They want something that both of us... That we both have in our possession, Howard. It's... A book. Mr. Beauregard, did they get your book? Death by Damnation. Yeah, Death by Damnation. They have been continually after us. Honestly, I didn't think they'd stop coming after us, but if I will they... not confirm or deny what was taken from my residence this evening. Not to you heathens. The proper authorities, as weak as they are without the leadership of Judd Gunderson, have been alerted to what happened. You will not be. The Science Institute are willing to go to any lengths to get their hands on that book. They will hurt, or worse, any of us to get that book. You have to let us know if they got your copy. I don't have to do a goddamn thing, boy. I called you. Not to befriend you two imbeciles, but to issue a warning. 
So do not think for an instant that this sob story has affected me. You say you aren't with them? We aren't. Then I have two separate enemies instead of one combined. And that is just better odds for me. When you say me, you really mean you and your heminist friends. You fools! Uh, actually, maybe you're the fool, Harrison. I told you to. You've got the most powerful leaders all in your little he-man woman-haters club. Yourself, Judd Gonderson, Stephen Grisham. Do not mention that weakling to me. Your ex-sheriff pal is helping run the Science Institute, HFB1. Maybe that's the call you make instead of this one. Get your buddy to call off his dogs. I am well aware of Judd's position with that feeble company. But you think we are the ones that sent goddamn murder bots to your house? Yeah. Oh, we're the fools. Judd Gunderson would not turn against me. I made Judd Gunderson, and I could just as easily unmake him should I want to. Right. Well, Judd Gunderson and Ernie Salcedo are the ones pulling the robo strings over there, so figure that out. Do not try to sway me. It's just the truth, Howard. You can hate us all you want, but you know we have never raised a hand to you. We don't raise hands. We raise voices. Oh, but Gunderson, he's raised his hand before. He tried to kill Troy during the election. Heresy! He... he killed my pet. Nonsense! He threatened Sammy. Balderdash! Your friend, Judd Gunderson, has a history of violence, and his boss, Leland Hill clearly wants something that we've got, and the attacks didn't start until he knew of the whereabouts of that book. Your pal sent those robots to your home tonight, Harrison. Like it or not. <sighs> Has Gunderson reached out to you regarding the book before this happened tonight? It is none of your business the kinds of conversations I have. That's a yes. We are as surprised as you are that the robots attacked you this evening, but Ben and I, our group... We don't need your book, Howard. But you can bet your haunted bottom bucks that Judd Gunderson, or even better, Leland Hill at the Science Institute, needs death by damnation. But the question is, did they get it? We need to know. We are not prepared to go to the devil's doorstep. You do not get to call it that. We are weeks away, if not longer, away from being able to make a play at the Void. The Void. We have to know if they got your book. Mr. Beauregard, we have to know. Did the robots get your copy of Death by Damnation? There's only four of us, Howard, and we are doing what we can, but I fear it's not enough. The Science Institute has more manpower. More robot power. More everything than we have, and we have to assume that they want to know about the Devil's Doorstep for entirely different reasons than us. God knows what the Institute wants to do at the Devil's Doorstep, Beauregard. I'm begging you, Howard. We are simply trying to get a man. His name is Jack Wright. And he's trapped in the void. And Ben and the librarian and his sister and myself are desperately trying to save to save Jack. And I... I don't give a fuck about your lover, Stevens. What? I don't care if that man rots in that demonic hellhole for all eternity. I don't care about your little sob story. I don't care about your team. I don't care about the Science Institute. I don't care about this town. I don't care about any of it. What I do care about is crushing my enemies, hurting those who oppose me. 
You're sick, Beauregard. You have a chance to- To bring to... them back? The hell I do. You have a chance to help instead of harm Does here. it sound like I care about helping? Ben, let it go. No. It doesn't sound like you have it in you to help anyone but yourself ever, Harrison. What it does sound like is that you're a miserable, rotten to the core, decrepit old piece of shit that learned nothing from your family being taken from you and learned nothing from you having to live with that for all eternity. Ben. How dare you sit in your mansion, high on your hill, built of blood, looking down on us for trying to do the right thing. We have a chance to do something good, to make something right, but no, we're the bad guys, right? Beauregard. We're desperate. I'm desperate. You don't have to help. I just have to know if they have the book and if they're going to beat us. When you've had to sit with your lover, taken away from you, haunting you for an eternity, then, and only then, can you speak to me about desperation, Stevens. Until then, tonight was an act of war. And make no mistake about it, this is war. Thanks for listening to King Falls AM, a production of the Make Believe Picture Company. If you like what you hear, please remember to like, share, and review on iTunes, Audioboom, or your favorite podcast provider. Or you can check out our official Patreon at www.patreon.com slash kingfallsam for more information on our behind-the-scenes podcast and other rewards. And speaking of Patreon, we'd like to give a very special thanks to the following listeners. Lynn Herman. Zachary Brummett. Dylan Terry. Kelly McKinnon. Mandy Minton. Barbara Esposito. Richard Mankel. Christine Kroll. Vince Miller. Rachel Cole. Heather Grimm. At Roosh Farm D. Beska Cuser. Monica David. Scott Piper. Sarah Deegan. Hannah Lightwood. Elena Valenzuela. Noah and Alex. Spencer Jackson. Nate Stevenson. Jessica Vest. Shante Martin. Tanisha Burnett. Raymond Morse. L. Sloan. Ian Sims. Marnie Warner. Mary Carmen Nice. Michelangelo. Angel Acevedo. Katie and Finn Thorpe. Sabrina Hicks. Paul Litch. Mal Osavicki. Mickey Thomas. Tucker Garrett. Kit Snow. And Carmel Clune. Jack in the Box. Jesus, it's contributions like yours that make this show possible. Thanks for listening to 660 on the radio dial.